everyone and welcome back to State of Mind um, and to this soundbite. I think it might be soundbite number four or five. I'm not really sure. Um, the second series of the podcast is galloping along at full speed and so far the responses have been amazing so I'm so happy that you guys are enjoying it, keep sharing it and spreading the love. So the topic of this soundbite is PMS. Um, I asked on Instagram what you guys would like me to talk about and one of the things that came up was women's health and specifically um, fibroids actually which I'm going to come back to in another soundbite because it's not my particular area of expertise but it is something that really interests me having had um, a benign lump on an ovary myself when I was 17 Um, so I will come back to that but the reason this um, little soundbite is going to be about PMS is because oh my god I have suffered this month so badly Um, I just got, you know, when you just feel raw and really emotional and really low and then the smallest thing will just tip you over the edge and you'll just be in tears. Um, It happens to all of us. And I feel like as women, we really beat ourselves up about it. But the number one thing that I can recommend, apart from um, really engaging with your cycle, is to understand that you're not powerless when that happens because the power comes in the knowledge that in actual fact your body is doing its job your hormones are changing the levels are changing drastically um, throughout your cycle and in fact when you get that kind of lowness um, and the kind of anxiety the the random bursts of tears and the mood swings it's progesterone Um, And progesterone dominates the second half of our cycle, which is why pre-period you get PMS, premenstrual tension, premenstrual syndrome. Um, And I really let it throw me this month. (laughs) My husband didn't want to help me with the gardening at home. And I bawled my eyes out. I mean, I was really, really sad. Um, And it took me a few minutes, but after a while, I suddenly remembered that I was due a period quite soon. And just the realisation of that gave me so much more strength. I thought, there's nothing wrong with me now. I think when I was younger, I used to think that I had um, like mood issues or that I was struggling with depression because I was quite often really feeling low. But actually, at the time, my body was going through something quite chronic in terms of my gut health and everything else. And your hormones are massively affected when you're going through that kind of thing. Um, And so it was all kind of out of whack. And I was pretty much low all the time. Um, But and and I didn't really tune into my cycle back then, which I think as a woman, we should all be doing. I could really recommend Maisie Hill's book called um, Period Power. It will give you so much knowledge and understanding. Um, it's quite goes quite into depth, uh, sciency wise, but she writes really humorous, humorously, and um, it's it's very funny in parts. It's a really really good read. Anyway, so when I realised that I was due a period, everything just kind of dissipated. I was able to go to my husband and say, "I'm really sorry, I snapped at you. I'm premenstrual," and he was just like, "Oh, okay." And I think, you know, not only does it dispel tensions in a relationship, if you can be honest and upfront about that, but I think it's really important for our male partners to understand as well that as women, we are so complex and our hormones are fluctuating 
all the time and that's absolutely fine but we need to live in tune with them and understand them better I might go into more depth um, in another episode like I said and touch on things like fibroids um, polycystic ovarian syndrome that kind of thing Um, but I will leave you with one last foodie thing um, before I go And that is my miracle food for this time of year, which is watermelon. So watermelon does get victimized a little bit, and that's because it has quite a high GI, which means that um, it's able to spike our blood sugar very quickly. Um, However, if you look at Chinese medicine, when we have a lot of dry heat, like at the moment, it's very, very hot, the foods that you want to eat are the really liquid foods. And actually, the types of sugars that are in watermelon can be really beneficial for that kind of hydration, quick hit of energy when you might need it in on a really hot day. So eat some watermelon. Um, personally, I wouldn't have it for breakfast because I like to start my day, as I've told you guys before, with fats and proteins. And that really sets me up to have a very energetic day. Um, one last thing I might just mention quickly shout out to my best friend Tiggy who is always whatsapping me with her nutrition questions and just as I was talking about breakfast I remembered her question from this week um she said that her and her boyfriend were having a mini argument about and I hope you don't mind me talking about this Tiggs um about their different choices of breakfasts. now Tiggs is a super healthy person she's very robust you know, she she doesn't get hung up over food. She eats what she feels like when she feels like it. You know, she eats intuitively, and I think that really works for her. And sometimes she likes to eat honey shredded wheat for breakfast. So there she was having her shredded wheat, and her partner was having some sort of healthy-looking granola. Um, and he said to her, oh, there's, there's about 16 grams of sugar per 100 grams in your cereal. Like, that's dreadful. And she said, well, let me check your packet. And his healthy granola had about 14 grams of sugar per 100 grams. Um, And what I wanted to clear up was that although those two values sound very similar and both, in fact, are high in sugar, the type of sugar is quite different. So in a processed cereal like shredded wheat, you're more likely to find free sugars in the form of glucose, fructose syrup, that kind of thing, corn syrup, whereas in a granola, it will the, the sugars will likely come from things like sultanas or dried um, apple, pieces of fruit, um, which come with a lot of fiber at the same time and also contain minerals and enzymes which help the sugar in that fruit be broken down in our bodies. Now, what fiber does is it slows down the absorption of sugar into your bloodstream so that you don't get as severe a blood sugar um, spike. Whereas the free sugars in something like the shredded wheat would, uh, would you know, spike your blood sugar effectively higher. They're also um, probably more singular types of sugar because they tend to be more refined. So it's an interesting one. I still wouldn't choose myself personally a super sugary granola for breakfast. Um, But my top tip is that if you do fancy that kind of thing, always combine it with some protein and some fats because 
the presence of both of those two things will significantly slow down the time in which it takes for the sugar in the food to enter your bloodstream. So if you're having granola, have a boiled egg at the same time and put loads of peanut butter on it. (laughs) I will speak to you guys next week. Um, Who have I got on next week? I can't remember, but I'm sure it'll be a good episode. And uh, yeah, chat to you then. Bye-bye.